Well, for the last uh, uh, several weeks, we have been, thank you, sir, uh, we have been dealing with the book of Jude, uh, even though it's one only one chapter, we have been on it for a few weeks, uh, and to, to pull out all the, uh, uh, the nuggets that we can, that we can get from that, and uh, we've titled this whole series of lessons, uh, Contend for the Faith. That's how uh, Jude began uh, talking about how that we should earnestly contend for the faith once delivered to the saints. And I feel like that's more important today than ever have been because the Word of God and the truth of God's Word is really being fought against today. Amen. It's being fought against. And uh, we live in that time where the Bible said it would come, <coughs> that uh, people will heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. Amen. You know, give me something, preacher, that uh, I'll scratch my back, make me feel good. But uh, I don't know how you feel about it, but I, I, I need something in my life that will help me line up to the Word of God. Amen. That will live, uh, make me live pleasing to the Lord, not, not to where I am trying to uh, work my way into heaven because that's an impossibility. We can't do that. Amen. I don't, I don't work to be saved, but I work because I am saved. Hallelujah. Amen. He's done so much for me, I cannot tell it all. Amen. And I don't want to live my life to bring reproach against His church or against His Word. Don't want to live my life to where I can't be a light to somebody who needs help. Hallelujah. So uh, we need to contend for the faith. Finishing up this book tonight, we're going to be <coughs> at the last part of the chapter. We're going to begin uh, at verse 20 and go down uh, through verse 25. He says, but ye, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith. And he's still now at the end of this epistle. He's still talking about this faith. Uh, the faith, the faith once delivered to the, to the saints. Uh, here he calls it a holy faith. Hallelujah. But ye, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. And of some have compassion, making a difference. I used that one little verse one time and preached a sermon many years ago entitled, Compassion Makes a Difference. Amen. Uh, I, bl I believe that uh, the world needs to see some compassion coming from God's people. Hallelujah. We need to be more compassionate. And others say with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh, now unto him that is able to keep you from falling. <laughs> I like that. Amen. I can't keep myself, but he can keep me. Hallelujah. Amen. Woo! 
Yeah, glory to God. Uh, <laughs> I, I often say this, and I don't, I don't, uh, I don't say it to uh, to be mean for those because uh, I have used the term myself many years ago until I felt like I grew a little bit in the Lord and I learned better. Amen. But and uh, you know, some people say, "Well, when <laughs> when you're at the end of your rope, uh, tie a knot and hang on." But, uh, and like I said, I have made that statement many, many years ago. But one time I was praying and seeking the Lord, and the Lord just kind of shook my mind about that and said, Wait a minute. If I'm the one doing the hanging on, that's not grace. Grace is when God hangs on to me when I can't hold on no more. Hallelujah. Grace is when I slip off the rope and He catches me. Hallelujah. And He won't let me fall. Amen. Well, glory to God. Amen. That's what I'm talking about tonight. Amen. That's what I'm talking about. To him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his, uh, of his glory with exceeding joy. <laughs> to the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and ever. Amen. Praise the Lord. In those few verses right there, there's so much in there that there's no way that we can exhaust all of that. And you can see why that we've been so long just on this one chapter because there's so much there. Uh, and uh, tonight, what I want to pull out from this, and like I said, there's much more we can get out, but what I see to it, uh, see from it that the Lord uh, spoke to my heart that I want to share with you Amen. I see in what we read tonight uh, spiritual growth, and I think that we all need to be concerned about growing spiritually. Hallelujah. And what we want to be talking about tonight is personal responsibility in spiritual growth. Amen. Personal responsibility. Uh, God holds on to me. God helps me. He, uh, he strengthens me. Uh, but uh, uh, I, uh, I have some personal responsibility uh, that, I need, uh, uh, that I need to do. Hallelujah. All the way through our study in Jude, we have stressed the need to contend for the faith once delivered to the saints. And as we approach the close of this letter, Jude now tells us that we have a personal responsibility in our spiritual growth and maturity in Christ. We started out by saying, he says, build up yourselves on this same faith that we are also to contend for. There's two things we do with this faith. Amen. Hallelujah. We contend for it. Amen. And then we also build ourselves up on it. Now, what is that? talking about, about building our, building yourself up on, up on, building yourself up on. Uh, if somebody's going to build a house, there's something that has to be laid first. What is it? A foundation. So he says, build yourself up on. Now that's what, that's, that's the first step. Uh, as we talk about uh, our growing to spiritual maturity. Now, I want, to, I want to take you to that same verse again. 
And I want to show it to you in the Amplified Version. Now, uh, look at it on the screen. This is, this is the Amplified Version. But you, beloved, build yourself up on, and then notice there the brackets. Build yourself upon the foundation of. So when we build ourselves upon, we are building on a foundation. Amen. We're building on a foundation. Don't go out and try to start your own foundation. The foundation has already been laid. Amen. The foundation has already been laid. The foundation of your most holy faith. See, the faith, this faith that we contend for, it's a foundation. Continually progress, rise like an edifice higher and higher. Glory to God. Amen. We just, we get one level and we go to the level two. Amen. We go to, we finish level two and we go to level three. It's God's, as long as you're in this old world, you're never going to get out of the school of the Holy Ghost. We're not going to learn it all. We're not going to experience it all. We're not going to be able to do it all. For one is, this old flesh, body of mind, uh, uh, <laughs> this old flesh, the carnality, the carnal mind that's an enemy against God, Amen. It can't handle it all. Amen. It can't deal with it all. So there's, don't ever think that we're going to ever complete something in this life. We'll never complete it. We're still growing. We're still growing. We're still building upon that foundation that was laid. And then he says, you know, pray, amen, in the Holy Spirit. Praying uh, in the Holy Ghost. So, there is a foundation, and we're building upon. Now, what is it that we are growing in? Uh, the first thing that we grow in is growing in the Word. We've got to grow in the Word. Uh, I think it's a shame sometimes that... Uh, that um, People who don't know the Lord and uh, don't have salvation some kind of time can put churchgoers to shame when it comes to the Word. Uh, there's some responsibility. I'm talking about spiritual, our responsibility and our spiritual growth. Growing in the Word. <laughs> the Bible says, study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman that needeth not to be ashamed. You don't have to bow your head in shame, amen, to anybody in the world. You don't have to bow your head in shame to the atheist, amen, who says that uh, there is no God. You, you don't have to uh, bow your head in shame to the agnostic who says, well, it's, it's impossible to know or not whether there is a God or not, amen. Uh, it's, you know, we don't have to, we don't have to be ashamed. We've got a responsibility to grow in the word study to show yourself approved in the God of workmen and not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of God, the word of truth. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, 
we, we grow in the Word, when we grow in the Word, we are building upon that foundation. Book of Ephesians chapter 2, verse 19. Now therefore ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God, and are built upon, here we go, there's the built again. What are we built upon? The foundation of the apostles and the prophets. Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Hallelujah. So that's what I'm talking about. I mean, this is the faith that we're to contend for. This is the faith that we build upon. The foundation that was laid. It was laid by the apostles and the prophets. The apostles and prophets are the one who gave us the word of God. Amen. The word of God is a lamp to our feet and a light into our pathway. Hallelujah. There's no excuse for a child of God not to love the word of God. If you don't love the word of God, you don't love Jesus. Why is that? They're one and the same, aren't they? In the beginning was the word. John 1 and 1, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Go down to verse 14, and the word was what? Made flesh, dwelt among us. Hallelujah. Amen. So, I love Jesus, so I love the word. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus... There's a good study there. Been a while since I've dealt with it, but uh, uh, it's it's a, it's a good it's a good study. Yeah, uh, something good you could you could do on on your own. Jesus is the living word. The Bible is the written word. Hallelujah, Amen. That's how uh, you we can uh, we can uh, break it down, Amen. Uh, in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth into a holy temple unto the Lord. See, building up yourself in the most, on, upon the most holy faith, laying on this foundation, hallelujah, in whom ye also are builded together for a habitation of God through the Spirit. What we're doing is we are building something where God can dwell. Amen. We're trying to create something where God can dwell. We sang that chorus, Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary. Amen. Pure and holy, tried and true. Hallelujah. So we, uh, uh, we have to grow in the Word, uh, and uh, that is very, very much important. And then there's another area that we grow in. We grow in, we are growing in the Spirit. We grow in the Word, and we grow also in the Spirit. Uh, we go to 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 4. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edify himself, but he that prophesieth edifies the church. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edify himself. Hallelujah. This is, this is part of the building up yourself, amen, helping that spiritual man uh, to grow. Now, <coughs> you, you, you don't have to look at me very long to understand that I've got a lot invested right here, food-wise, amen, amen, <laughs> got a lot invested food. We, when the old body wants something to eat, 
we feed him. Sometimes we feed him when he don't need it. Amen? Hallelujah. But we leave the inner man, we let him go hungry. That inner man, the spiritual man, we need to grow in the spirit. Hallelujah. <coughs> we need to let the spiritual man, amen, growing up in the spirit, building upon what God has given us. Amen. So we grow in the word, we grow in the spirit. I am um, moving faster than what I normally do because I want to get these out tonight to finish this so we can uh, uh, go on further where God is leading us. And then another area that's very important, growing in God's love. We grow in the Word, we're growing in the Spirit, and we grow in God's love. And we look at verse 21 there in the book of Jude. He says, keep yourself in what? In the love of God. Hallelujah. Keep yourself in the love of God. We need to grow in that love. I was reading uh, early this morning. I, uh, uh, most, uh, I, sit, I don't know why. Well, I do, uh, but I, it's just a habit. I, I, I set the uh, uh, the alarm clock every morning, but uh, I'm always awake long before that alarm goes off. I had it set. I had it set for um, four o'clock. I set it for four o'clock every every morning, and uh, uh, I, uh, I I was awake before three, and then at three I I, I get up and reach over and cut the alarm off and go ahead and begin to uh, get ready to get go about my day. And that, that gives me some time during the quiet, peace and quiet early morning going and do my personal Bible reading and praying. Uh, and I was reading there uh, in First John. And, and it goes, fits like a glove of what he's saying right here about us growing in love and keep yourself in the love of God. And as I was reading through 1 John very early this morning, it was talking about how that God is love. And that uh, he that hath not love hath not God. Amen. And then he asked a question. He says, if you can't, Brother Wayne, he said, if you can't love your brother whom you have seen, how can you love God whom you haven't seen? That, that is an area that a lot of the church needs to work on. Uh, if the church would work on this area about growing in love, uh, the church would lead the way in ending a lot of social injustice that's in the world today. Amen. We could do a whole lot by combating against racism and uh, do a whole and, and listen, folks. You never, you're never going to win the homosexual to the Lord if you make them think that uh, uh, you hate them. Now, I, I I don't go along with the sin, but let me tell you something: sin is sin. Amen. 
And they all need God in their life. And we were talking uh, around here last weekend, you know, about, about the Muslims, you know. Uh, uh, you know, the church has got to mirror the love of God to everybody. Hallelujah. Uh, if we talk all the time about wanting to see our church grow. Well, guess what? We, it's not our prerogative to pick and choose. Hallelujah. Last I read in the Bible, that's God's part. I, I remember reading something in there where Jesus says, Listen, you didn't, you didn't chose me. I chose you. <laughs> He'd have a hard time with a lot of churches today. Jesus chooses somebody to come from some walk of life that we're not, we're not a, used to and we don't really care for. Jesus has chosen for salvation. And they come in and say, No, we don't choose you. But God said, I chose you. <laughs> Come on. Amen. So we need to grow in the love of God. And, and let me tell you something, folks. <coughs> the world knows if that love is genuine enough. Hallelujah. I mean, stop and think about it. I bet, it, I bet everybody in here tonight, there's been some time in your life where you've had somebody tell you that they love you, and you know that they didn't do it. I mean, there's just certain vibes you can pick up on. Amen. That's why I said, let love be without hypocrisy. Amen. Let love be without hypocrisy. All right. What's another area that um, uh, we've talked about three areas of growth? There's one more, uh, and it, it connects with what I've been saying already right here. Connects real well. Uh, reaching for the lost. And I've talked quite a bit about that here lately and uh, uh, and did a sermon on, on Sunday about it, or one Sunday about it. But we have got, and see, this is what helps us do that. When we grow in the love of God, and we have the compassion like we should have, that's going to make us want to reach out to the lost. I think about Brother Darrell a while ago during the uh, prayer request. You know, you know, we all gathered around, and we like to see new converts come in. We see them go down in the water and get baptized, and we rejoice with them. We clap our hands. We <coughs> when they stand out here, we walk around, give them the, the right hand of fellowship. But uh, let's not forget them. After that, let's not forget them after that, uh, because a new convert is a baby. They're baby in Christ. Now, uh, if uh, somebody's not going to give birth to a na natural child, you, 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 if God blesses you to have a natural child, you give birth to that child, you're going you're to take them out there on the street and lay them down and go off and leave them? Well, somebody who's right won't. Somebody who's right won't. Amen. And it's the same thing with the spiritual children. Amen. We, we, shouldn't, we shouldn't forget them. We're constantly supposed to be reaching. And this, and this is what he said about it in Jude. He said, and of some have compassion, making a difference... And others say with fear, 
pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. Hallelujah. If you're going to be a soul winner, you, you, might, you, you might get some smoke smell on you. Amen. I remember years ago, back when, uh, this, is, this is before that we, uh, we were pastoring, this is while we were still evangelizing and going around preaching and then singing, and we, we, uh, we uh, for a couple years, right before um, Sister Darlene's father passed away with cancer, for two and a half years, we traveled with the Shelton family, uh, and um, um, in that two-year time span, best I can remember, I mean, I don't see how in the world people did what they did and still hold down a full-time job. But man, we were, I think it was like about 13 different states as we was in in two-year time period uh, every weekend. But uh, we were fixing to, um, to go somewhere to leave out uh, on, a, on a weekend uh, uh, trip, going somewhere to church for a, uh, for a gospel singing concert. And uh, somebody had caught, something happened, the field next to us had caught on fire. And uh, it was burning towards, headed towards that, that, the woods that was up there in that hill. <laughs> Our next door neighbor and us, and man, there I was, out there in a three-piece suit, and uh, trying to get that fire put out before it reached reached those woods, because ain't no telling where it went to from then. And we got we got it put out, and uh, didn't have time by that time to turn around, go in the house, and change clothes. We had to. Uh, we had to hit on down the road. And when I got in that car and sat down and started traveling uh, uh, in the car with the doors shut and the windows open, man, the smell, man, of that fire. I mean, I was covered in it. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was, it, it was strong. And you know what, folks? If we are willing to reach out and try to snatch somebody from the gates of hell, we can't, we, we, we can't be concerned about if we get some smell on us. Hallelujah. Come on. What's it worth to you to win a soul? How do you think you would feel when you get to heaven? And you enjoying, and I'm winding down. Now, that's, this, is, this is my final line, so I'm, I'm winding down. But we're in heaven, and we're enjoying all the glory of heaven. You, you're enjoying, you, you're sitting there by the, by the crystal sea and sitting there by the, uh, by the tree of life and eating one of them 12 fruits that are for the uh, healing of the nations. And Ah, oh, man, you know, yeah. Uh, uh, no sickness, no pain, no sorrow, none of that stuff. You enjoying all that, all that, <coughs> and somebody comes up to you <coughs> and they say, "I want to thank you. Thank me for what? Because you're the reason I'm here. I wouldn't have been here if it wasn't for you." Oh man. I don't know about you, but that, that will make me feel just as good as walking on those golden streets. Hallelujah. To know that some little something that I did 
helped somebody and got them inside, helped to get them inside. Hallelujah. So we got to be constantly reaching, trying to pull them out. But we can't do it if we don't, if we don't grow in the love. We can't do it if we don't have that compassion. Amen. I'll pray. I pray for God. Lord, baptize us with compassion. Baptize the church in compassion. Hallelujah. Let us, let us be willing to take some time for people. Uh, listen to other, l- l- take some time to listen to some people's needs. Take some time to pray for them, pray with them. Hallelujah. So this, this, this winds up our study in, in Jude. And uh, as, I, as I said, uh, you know, we just, we just scratched the surface. Uh, you can go back through it. It's just one chapter. Read through it uh, you're on, on your own. And uh, if you've got a reference Bible, run some references on some of those things and see what you can find. It's a little book, but it's powerful. And uh, it's all about contending for the faith that was once delivered. Let God help us to be contenders. Hallelujah. Help us to be contenders. Help us to be builders. Amen. Anybody got any questions or comments about?